Welcome into the show. This is episode 39, 39. I believe. Almost made it to 40, so we're back. And uh, glad you guys are here with us. It is November now, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of like the... Um, it's not it, that crazy. It comes right after October. Yeah. Every year. Right. Well, that's true. I think the time change really makes it hit home, though. Here in the great state of Tennessee, when it's dark at 4.30. So full disclosure, we, sucks. we did like a whole episode, I feel like, on Daylight Save. I forgot what it is now. Is it Daylight Saving Time or Daylight Savings Time? No, we were on Daylight Savings mm-hmm. Time. Now we're on Standard Time. Well, I totally forgot that it the time changed this past Sunday. Am I the only person that didn't know that was happening? <clears throat> Well, here's a fun... Yeah, probably. Here's yeah. a fun fact. You're still young. You don't worry about things. When you get old, <laughs> totally you start thinking about I was so confused. Here's a fun fact. Did you know that Tennessee actually passed a law... I heard this. ...to no longer yep. go by that, go, go by daylight saving time, whatever we call it, but it has to be federally mandated. Yeah. So it's essentially I think there's three or four states. Florida's yeah. one, us... So we're in like some kind of like a holding tank mm-hmm. right yeah. now? Yeah. We're in a holding pattern. So the feds just said, no, you're, you're not going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Right. It's actually still 2019 here. Well, that's what you get for relying on the federal government. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Speaking of, it is uh, it is Thursday, and as of right now, we still don't have a president. Yeah. So, um, we should expect that sometime next month. So. Yeah. So I don't know. What, how do y'all feel about that? Y'all excited? I just want it to be over. Yeah. I just want every... Literally, regardless, we're not a political podcast, obviously. That'd be hilarious if we were, but um, just count all the votes yeah. and get it done. It's 2020. If you're still counting votes with a Sharpie yeah. system, I mean, I know this is old adage, but like 60 years ago, we put a man on the moon. I'm mm. pretty sure in three days we could count everybody's vote. So, you imagine. But like you said, it's 2020, so this is par for the course. I mean, yeah, it is. This year has just sucked. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. <laughs> Speaking of that line that you just said about the man on the moon, what if the man never landed on the moon? What would you reference then? Like, what, what will we figure out? We tried to put a man on the moon, yeah. and he got close. All right. Before well, then we you wouldn't feel up. bad. It's like, well, it's not like we put somebody on the yeah. moon or something. Like, we got him within 100 miles, and it blew up, but that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense that we can't count votes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I have to ponder on that. What would you say? We got a man to the bottom of the ocean? I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> well, folks, if you can't tell, we uh, we really don't have anything planned for tonight. This is our quote-unquote Seinfeld episode because it's going to be kind of a, a little bit of a show about nothing. We honestly have nothing planned. I had an outline, don't. but I wrote it in Sharpie, well, so gonna be you, show you guys about probably it. didn't get it. <laughs> well, we got it's going to be a show out. about something. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a show just, about we something. Just we just don't know what it is. We currently don't know. So right now it's a show about nothing. Yeah. That sound you heard was like 10 radio stations to completely turning off. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to miss something. Yeah, we just don't know what it is. We're going to have fun. Um, and actually, I've got a, I've got a quick explain it to Lance if you guys will indulge me for a second. Ooh, here. I love these. Okay. So, you know, as I mentioned, it's November. It's getting cold. Has anybody, like, cut their grass for the last last time this year? I hope I did. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Okay. So, I think I'm going to do mine one more time. It's getting a little, little long. Need a little bit of a trim. But... You here. don't want to get another letter either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the HOA come down. Golly, yeah, <laughs> that's the last thing I need. But anyway, so, yeah, so I might do one more trim. But uh, here's the explanation to Lance. I have, I haven't seen this, but I've heard that some people actually use llamas to actually cut their grass because they will eat. <laughs> Eat the grass. Not in a subdivision, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, well it might be there, against there's, somebody, there's somebody yeah. that lives, off, like, basically we live off a uh, kind of a country road, and um, this guy has a, a long front yard, and he actually has llamas out there. What? 
It does. I don't know if he's actually using them to cut to the grass. Goats are the same thing. Yeah, or maybe, maybe it's a goat. Yeah. So, I mean, is this a real thing? Do people, instead of mowing the grass, just like buy llamas or goats <laughs> and let them go out there and, and chew the grass? Is this a real thing? I've never seen a llama is. in the wild. I don't think they, they, don't, they don't roam around. Is here this much. cost effective? No. I'm like, what's, yeah. what's the. It's where like is the llama? Where is they, the llama native? Is that like. Do you have to have a special. It's a great question. Where is the home of the llama? I mean, I've read Llama Llama Red Pajama, but I've read that a thousand. I hate that book. And are there special llamas that. That, grass uh, eating llamas well yeah, yeah. well uh, yeah, weed eating llamas you know there's special <laughs> ones that you, know, you get to trim the edges so. you want something that eats everything <laughs> yeah right just the grass and they need to eat it at a pretty even height you don't want some areas taller than others those are mexican llamas I mean, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> sanchez the llama i mean I, I hate mowing the grass you know the only downside <laughs> to an animal using is the mowing is all the this shit everywhere yeah, that you right. get. It's like, man, what's this, no, the, the byproduct? That's true. Well, they, well, we like, need another animal to pick that up. Right, yeah. Is there a turd-eating llama that can come out? <laughs> Lance, you don't like mowing the grass. No, I hate it. Really? Yeah. I, I, well, I, I have a push mower, so that's probably why. I do sweat a lot. How long does do. it take you to mow your yard with a push mower? Uh, like, you know, 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Then you throw in... Uh, weed eating and, and blowing too so. you got to get you a, a like a right on or a zero turn mower because that makes it zero turn is especially fun because mm-hmm. yeah. you can feel like you're out there running a bulldozer or something it's pretty fun i don't know I might buy and a it llama. takes like 10 yeah. minutes or, or, or llama <laughs> wouldn't that suck if you bought a llama and invested all that and they wouldn't eat your grass well listen that would be the that would be the <laughs> ultimate slap in the face to your hoa it's like oh, guys i apologize not about cutting my grass i got that problem solved yeah. <laughs> just buy a llama what do you think costs more, a llama or a zero-turn <laughs> mower? So or you can just, figure out. Or you can just be... hire a company to come do it for you. Yeah, yeah that's people true. People will do it for, for money. I refuse to A couple do things it. we got to find out. Where llamas are native to and how much one could buy a llama for. What's the market? Yeah. Or we'll get our people. Do we have any money too. in the bank? Could we invest in a llama? Well, so I've got to explain it okay. to Lance, but it's actually for me. Okay. I'm looking at Kyle because usually he knows the answer to everything. Ooh. Plus, he's an old man. Oh. He's in the business. Oh, no. When you are filling up a gas can or your car, it knows exactly when to cut off. How does it know? Yeah. I've wondered the same thing, and I have no idea. So there's a thing. I may be a little bit wrong about this because I've never really been involved in that end of the business, servicing nozzles and all that. You've but never been a nozzle servicer? I've been a never no- nozzle servicer. But I think it has to do something with a vapor when it gets us, when it gets up there close to it. There's, there's a vapor pushed back into the nozzle that has an automatic shut off. I may be a little wrong about that, but I think that's right. It's a certain amount of pressure that that kicks back into that nozzle and it cuts the vapor's it off. coming back because in. if you look at the end of your nozzle there's some little, the little holes, holes there yep. i think it has to do with a vapor because they're also a system there is called a vapor recovery system in a in a fuel nozzle and that has to do with those holes so when you're pumping gas into your car obviously you're not only putting gas in there but you're putting vapors so it kicks that's off. a better answer than i was expecting yeah well I'm gonna, let's go with it. Did you, I mean, what were we expecting? Of course Kyle's right. going to come yeah, through. You know, it might be a <laughs> yeah. little wrong about how it clicks off, but it's, that's something along that line. Did you know there's also a winter and summer fuel? Oh. Yeah. Tell, tell us more. So, <laughs> so there's, I don't know the exact numbers, but at a certain time of year when the weather changes in our area, they change the fuel. It's called the specific gravity of the fuel. I always forget which way it is, but it's a heavier. There's a heavier and lighter fuel, and it has to do with the heat outside and the vapor burn off. So summer fuel... I think is a little lighter and winter fuel is a little heavier. I might have that vice versa, but there is a, a point where the terminals change. It's the specific weight, specific gravity weight of the fuel changes. It's so like a different. Budweiser versus a Bud Light. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. One of the other goes light and heavy. There's two different weights of fuel that you get depending on what time of year it is. 
So, uh, back okay. to back to llama talk. Yeah. Uh, a no, quick research. Our quick, research team. Yeah, quick research. You can buy llamas. You can also lease a llama. Mm. Okay. Uh, they're about. 50- I would do that first. Lance. So, yeah. yeah. How much would a summer cost to lease a llama? You yeah. don't need them in the winter. They're about fifteen hundred dollars or so to purchase. And, uh, yeah. So how many miles can you get on a llama lease? I haven't gotten that deep. Okay. Uh, this is. Uh, can you ride a llama like a camel? They kind of look like a mini camel, right? They spit too, don't they? Spit. Yeah, I, I know camels spit. Dirty jobs one time. They bite too, I think. Yeah, they do bite. Yeah, yeah, that's that's trouble you don't need. Yeah, I, I would just get a lawnmower, a ride lawnmower. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. As a friend, yeah, right. All right, well, that's a <laughs> or get a llama, name it Tina, and feed it casserole. Does anybody know that's from Napoleon cool. Dynamite? Oh, yeah, great movie of our time. Oh, Who is? Has somebody not seen Napoleon? Well, I know great movie of our time. Yeah. It's yeah. like what. 25 years old speaking now. Speaking of that, has anybody... <laughs> probably. Speaking of movies we haven't seen, has anybody done their actual homework that apparently, I guess, I was the only one that was under Ooh. the assumption that we were going to do? I have you not. You watched watching the, the movies that yeah, we yeah. hadn't seen? Yeah, I have not settled in for uh, Gone, Gone with the Wind. Wind. I haven't settled and in on that yet. Adam was Star Wars, right? Or? Yeah, I haven't seen Star Wars. I got the short end of that stick. Yeah, it suck. I did commit to Adam last yeah. week that I was going to watch the, the Hangover before this episode. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, didn't happen. you text yeah. us one night saying that you were about to watch The Hangover too, and we were like, no. Yeah. you got to do it in order. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. You can't do that. And plus, the, as I said, first one is way yeah. better than the other two. Yeah. As most trilogies are. Hmm. I'll semi-commit before our next recording to watch that. Speaking of movies, when do you think you'll ever go to a movie theater again and watch, sit down mm-hmm. and watch movie? Will that happen again? Is that coming back? Yeah, it's I mean, coming it, back, especially... I've got some AMC stocks. How's, so that, does, how's uh, that going? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he got it really juicy. Because didn't they open like for like a month? Yeah. And then they went away again, right? Well, they're still open, but the the they stopped making movies to play in the yeah. movie theater. I think so that, that's I think sort that's of the, the problem. Issue. That could yeah. be supply and demand. It's issue. sort of like if you got. Well, could you just show old movies for us that need to get? Is Gone with the Wind <laughs> any time I could knock that off? I feel like Netflix is still pushing out stuff though. Yeah. So. yeah. Did they have that big a backlog, or they just... Well, I don't know that it's Netflix originals that they're yeah, pushing. they may just be buying movies. But there's a lot lingering. of seasons that are supposed to be coming up. That's yeah, I mean, that, are we getting Stranger Things? What's happening there? Yeah, that was they part said of no date scheduled yeah, on that. that. It's definitely coming, but yeah. Ozark's supposed to have another one come out, their final season. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, I don't well, understand. Why, why couldn't you open a theater? I mean, if you can open a gym, why can't you open a theater yeah. and, and space the seats like they do on a yeah. gym, a treadmill and stuff? And can't they make movies? Everybody else is working. Yeah. I mean, they put a man on the moon for crying out loud. Yeah. At least we think they did. <laughs> well, speaking of movies, I've got a full disclosure. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell wait, you. Wait, wait. we got to play the intro song if we're going to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're bringing back full disclosure. So uh, Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Full disclosure is the game that we play. Let your darkest secrets give you away. Face your demons and then happily say, I'm playing for disclosure with all these crazy happy people. All right. right. Catchy (laughs) tune. Love it. It's back. Can't have full disclosure without it. I'm going to look to you guys as counselors. I'm going to tell you something that's happened fully disclose what's mm-hmm. happened in my life and y'all can based on just give me your thoughts based on something that happened to me you probably don't want me as a counselor but i'll get in that later so two friday nights ago i walk in and Catherine is about i don't know an hour 30 minutes into the notebook you know the movie oh, oh, oh boy yep i've seen it once didn't remember anything about it i've never seen it i sat down thinking yeah i'll just look at my phone but it wasn't long mm. before i got sucked in <laughs> And I'm not going to lie. Did you cry? I cried. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Next, oh, no. Ni- next night, the boys, we've, we've been on a little kick watching um, The Karate Kid. 
Oh, yeah. So we broke out Karate Kid 2, which is a love story. It is. Who teared up again? Oh, no. <laughs> Sunday like night, me. we have started a, a great series, This Is Us. If I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, yeah. with My that. My wife's full blown in that. I haven't one. watched it, but yeah. And uh, what do you know? Oh, boy, teared up again. <laughs> Three days in a row. Now, all right. So that one's got me a couple times. couple questions. Good for your science. couple questions. Like, when we tear up, is it like a welling up, the eyes are heavy, or did we get a tear down the cheek at any point during the Were, were tissues involved? Yeah. W- was there streaming? I would say on the notebook, I had to wipe one. Oh, Ooh, so it, got, other, it escaped. So it escaped the eyeball. We're close. But. Yeah, welling up. So, all right. So, been a while since I cried at a movie while watching with my wife. So, y'all are sitting on the couch. So when she noticed as well. Oh, okay. This oh, was where I was man. going. So when you're welling up, are you in like a state of panic? Like I'm about to cry in this and you're kind of looking out of the corner of your eye to see if Catherine's looking at I was kind of leaning back on the couch to get out of her yeah. peripheral vision. But you know what? That's the great thing about ladies is they kind of like that. Yeah. She was like, oh. Yeah. They can't get hot for you if they see where you crying. If, if you guys have been next to me on the couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? They're, First they're, of all, if we were together watching the notebook, that's a whole other issue. I would have, I would have yeah. dried my eyeballs with sandpaper before I let <laughs> yeah. you say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you can do like the like the stretch, you know, you're like, oh, I got something in my eyes. Oh, I got something in the other eye, too. It's kind of weird, you know. You can so play not to mo- like ruin the movie for Lance, but the notebook, I think all of us others have seen it, and mm-hmm. I'm sure Adam has. So well, what? What? what what do you mean, sure, Adam has? Well, I mean, I, I'm just assuming you had because you didn't deny that you've seen it. Oh, I've seen and I've it. seen it, yeah. So what? take us to the point of tears coming. You know, it's a great – I don't know if it's I can It's been a while. That. I can't remember uh, yeah. the whole – Yeah, my, this is how bad my memory is. Because somebody – like, it, oh, it's, I it's remember. a death. It's a death. Like, well, it's it, – Isn't it, she dying? Or like, at the end, it's the old couple. That's I right. remember that part. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That that's – you can – It is. You can shed a tear. It does pull that a little bit. Yeah. So I, it, that was one part. I so mean, karate, it was, a, it was a multiple. Karate Kid Two. Where where was the heartstrings pulled? I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm really part. confused about that one. I don't remember watching Karate Kid Two. So well, Karate I'm Kid sure Two, as you know, I mean, you remember the the battle scene, um, the battle scene right before the hurricane and all that. I'm trying oh, to remember. Yeah. No, I don't it's remember been a long time. Yeah. Well, essentially, Soto, you know, Mr. Miyagi's friend that he grew up, mm-hmm. he moved away. They haven't mm-hmm. talked in forty years because he dishonored part. Soto. Yeah. They're going to fight this whole movie. You know, he's like, you got to fight me, Miyagi, so I can get my honor back. Yeah. It's when the hurricane or whatever storm comes through and they kind of reconnect and, and Miyagi saves his life, pulls the beam off of him, the house fell down, and they make up right there. Something about that friendship moment. That they got make him. Got him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, it's starting to come back now. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's been a, gosh, I, I can't tell you how long it's been since. I've seen Karate Kid 1 since mm-hmm. then, but speaking of. We watched the Netflix series Cobra Kai. I hadn't seen Dude, it. Dude, you got to get into that if you're if you're the Karate Kid generation, which is us. Mm-hmm. Man, that's must see TV. By the kid way, kid friendly. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, it, it's made for us. It's very quick. To say it no. is literally made. I mean, because there's some cussing and a little bit of, a little bit of, turned up violence in there. But it's it's for our generation that watch Karate Kid. It's for the it's an adult version of Karate Kid. So so what's, what, let me. What's the last movie that you guys cried in? Mm-hmm. Or or show. See, for me, it, it was This Is Us, and I don't remember. We're behind a couple seasons, but anything I've, I've noticed that anything recently that has like any kind of father son vibe to it. Oh yeah, that, that always sure. gets me. And I, I don't want to. How far into it are you? We're on the second season. So the I, I don't I I can't remember if the guy's name is is it Sterling? Yeah, the uh, that's his real name. Though, that's his real name. Okay, yeah. I can't think of what his name on the show is, but he. 
you know, has, has he searched for his dad a lot, and um, I don't want to ruin anything, honestly, because I can't really remember it, but a lot of moments between him and, like, his estranged father, like, that stuff, even though yeah. I had, like, a really good relationship and with my father, like, seeing that stuff play out between them really got me. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was last last one I almost cried on, and I always get I always get the lump. In yeah, the throat. well, that's yeah. the fight. It's, ne- it's never just like yeah. tears rolling down. It's, it's the just... fighting mechanism because yeah. you're not supposed to cry as a yeah. dude. Like, all right, I can, <laughs> I'm holding all the yeah, emotion. I in. can swallow these tears. You know, you get that yeah. lump. Yeah, so that's, that's the last one I can remember. So one of us should just next time you feel that coming, just completely let it out. Just <laughs> <laughs> probably my last movie I cried in was probably Days of Thunder when Cole. And Rowdy. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good it's movie. A thunder. Great movie. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Speaking of, is Top Gun 2 supposed to come out? That was supposed to be out like this year. It was year, supposed to, to be out. Yeah, that June. was going to be like a guy's night. I remember we discussed going to watch yeah. Top Gun 2. Anyways, hopefully. That, if that, if theaters come back, we're going to watch Top Gun 2. Um, In 2023. Mine was probably, I always get like these like emotions of not so much sadness, but just like, uh, you know my affinity for anything racing I enjoy watching you know like a redemption story probably I remember sort of like if you've watched Secretariat you know how he comes around the corner and he's destroying that other horse and he's this big comeback story and that's when the music comes in low and then there's somebody talking over it as he's winning the race those kind of things get me every time I feel the well up coming I'm just like those like overcoming stories where something or somebody beats the odds and it's always they get you they lower the music and it's always some ancillary character that i think it was the little trainer guy that was doing the voiceover of it and that's when we knew that horse taught mm-hmm. us a lesson mm-hmm. and teach it a lesson He's like, <laughs> 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 yeah that, that was probably the last one i welled up in so uh, more research for you uh it was supposed to come out in june if i recall this past year no july we're talking about Top Gun, too. Yeah, and now it's and then it went to December, and now it's scheduled for July second of twenty twenty one. You know, and, and I think about that too. It's like, can you imagine the people that invested tens of millions of dollars into this movie? It's like, yeah, we're going to release it in about two years. Yeah. Oh, um, we got to sit on that. <laughs> what's the interest? What's the interest yeah. on that? Yeah, right. Well, the good news is, is Tom Cruise is, doesn't age. So yeah, if they have exactly. To film what? a couple extra scenes. It's I mean, what's okay. he doing? I need to know what that is. But anyways, he's. I think he's an instructor. Yeah, he the is. Top Gun School. Yeah. Well, yeah. cool. You know the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah. Hey, I have a shoe update. Go ahead. Oh, man. this is important news. <laughs> well, yeah. In case somebody didn't listen to that episode, where you got to reset the the scene of what happened. Yeah. So resetting the scene, <laughs> uh, I photographed a wedding uh, about two hours from here. Went up there with my typical wedding attire, wedding shoes. Got, outdoor, outdoor wedding. Outdoor right? wedding. Yeah. Got two steps out of the car, and my shoes just completely obliterated so long story short contacted the company echo i had no receipt i actually found the box wow because that well the only reason why is because i use shoe boxes for like my receipts and stuff for the year prior and i keep my stuff for like way too long found the box it had 2013 in it so I, they were at least seven years old maybe longer than that no receipt I sent what was left of the <laughs> shoes back to them for a warranty repair they sent me a uh, a prepaid label so I shipped it to them. They gave me a hundred dollar credit. Sweet, wow. Echo hundred dollar credit. Product. What do you think these shoes were worth before you destroyed them? Like literally right before they yeah, were destroyed. Yeah, like you slipped them on to go to that wedding. What do you think those oh, shoes would fetch on the open market? Five ten bucks. Yeah. I mean they're used shoes. They're eight year old shoes. What a deal. 
Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll give it to the Echo. Yeah. They, they they stood by it. I mean, they, they could have easily said these things are ancient. We'll give you right. five, ten bucks. Yeah, I thought maybe they'd give me twenty bucks or something like yeah. that. Which hey, anything would have been yeah. positive. Yeah. So, do you have your new Echoes yet? I don't. I'm still. Uh, hey, are you? Have you been perusing? <laughs> Unfortunately, everything on there is like 150 and uh-huh. up. So, yeah. uh, I knew it. And it's a perfect play, really. Yeah, on well, their part. And then also, it's a weird time <laughs> to buy shoes because I mean, generally, I would get somewhat dressier shoes but i was like well i don't really i mean i haven't put on a pair of khakis in like 10 months full like disclosure and yeah. i used to wear khakis like every single day do you wear work. underwear like if you're if i don't you're, wear underwear okay. oh uh so, so you sit around <laughs> naked if you got a call into work so yeah i'm i'm not i'm i'm not quite sure what yeah. i want yet so but shout out to echo they stepped up that was that was pretty nice pretty hilarious the point you're talking about my dad's been working from home for the first time in his 40-year career and he's enjoying it he has his bonus room set up as his office well i swung by there one day during work hours to drop him something off and just kind of stuck my head up there hey you're not on call or anything no come on up and this is 2020 in the nutshell mm-hmm. my dad kind of comes to the edge i'm like hey i got this for you whatever and he's got his nice button-down shirt on and the hit, most hideous pair of basketball shorts, which my dad hadn't played basketball in probably 30 years. I was just like, and a pair of like his flip-flops. He's like, well, that's his corporate attire. I only have to look good from chest yeah. up. I'm sitting in front of the computer. So I found that pretty hilarious. I'm sure that he's one of 20 million people doing that. But, yeah. I heard today a stat that <clears throat> uh, Botox and things like that are, are on the up because people don't like the way they look on their Zoom on meetings. On their Zoom meetings. I was wow. like, you know, all you really got to do is like good lighting, yeah. And dress yourself up halfway decent. Nobody's going to know. I mean, most people, it's crazy the backgrounds and what people look like. It's like the lighting sucks. It's like, man, just turn a lamp on. Face yeah. your lamp. Get you a, a light, you know, from Amazon or something to shine on you. Makes a big difference. Yeah. So we're still on full disclosure, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, Keep we'll, disclosing. Full disclosure one. Adam, There's no I, rules to this episode. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, loosely. Living on the edge. Uh, full disclosure number one, Adam, I've commended you on the temperature in here. I debated on whether or oh. not I was going to wear pants or shorts um, coming over wear? here. I went with pants, and yeah. it worked out fine. So I was I, actually thinking it was a little warm. But this uh, this but is yeah. not just to exaggerate and play up your story, but I had the same thought. <laughs> It's getting chillier. What will what, Adam's what, be like? Will it be, yeah. will it be blowing flames out? Well, I, I was worried I would be too hot and sweating. So, Well, and I, I work cool. up here um, on my days at home. And yeah. so in the mornings, I'm, I'm freezing. And slowly throughout the day, I shed layers because it starts warming up. I mean, usually by the afternoon when it's, you know, when it's 40 in the morning and 70 in the afternoon, it warms up pretty quick in the yeah. afternoon. So, All right. I got to. Well, oh, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got to I'm still disclosing. Oh, he's, here, just, he's, he's, in a, he's, in, he's in a groove. Yeah. Let him go. <laughs> so full disclosure, I have become a coffee drinker hey. uh, at the age Whoa. of 36. Whoa. But I, I was not expecting this. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm the lone man in the room that doesn't drink coffee. There's still but, time for you. But he, but here's the thing, it's very confusing to me. I don't really understand all the names of the coffee products and what exactly I'm ordering. Does that oh, make Does that make okay. sense? Hold like oh, I don't know what americano, espresso. I, I don't know what it all means. What, what so are I, you drinking? I don't. I'm embarrassed. To, I'm embarrassed when I go up to order coffee because I really don't know what to describe what I want to order. The only thing that I know is that I like the Chick Fil A iced vanilla coffee. So. That's kind of what I go with. I would say Adam is our coffee snob. Is that fair to say? I know you drink it too, Ryan, but I think you're... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a Maxwell so. House kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. So so Adam is our coffee... <laughs> Get out of my aficion- house right now. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's a, a coffee aficionado. Uh, 
Yeah. Every time right. we travel together, you can count on Adam having a full pot of coffee to serve everybody. He is the coffee huh. man. Right. Well, we I don't, drink, I don't, we I'm not sure Lance is talking about coffee. He that, just, oh, yeah. I, he just we, said iced vanilla. We need an official <laughs> ruling for Adam. See, yeah. Is he a coffee I, I, It's drink? only iced coffee. I, I, that's the only thing I can drink. I don't want to drink it hot or anything. All right, Adam. Okay. What's your ruling? Is, is he a coffee drinker? <laughs> well, what I thought you were going to say was like a iced vanilla latte with whipped cream and a cherry on top, which absolutely is not coffee. Yeah. Well, but that I mean, sounds like what I would order. Yeah. <laughs> sans, sans the cherry. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. me more about that. That sounds well, good, Lance. <laughs> well, it's, well, a, it's a milkshake at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a milkshake. Which is, right? a, which is what I like. <laughs> so if you, if you, you probably don't like super strong coffee or just straight coffee because it right. can be kind of bitter. Right. But you don't want an Americano, by the yeah. way. So Americano yeah, is... Yeah, it tastes like piss water. Well, the strongest coffee is is an espresso. <laughs> all right. I mean, espresso is like a shot glass of super oh, yeah. strong... They say, do you want espresso or cold brew? And I'm like, what's the difference? They're like, well, one has yeah. more caffeine or something like that. Well, so espresso... I sound like such a snob. I can't believe I'm talking about it. I know. That's, no, why, no, I'm I'm that's why I threw it. This is the most you? excited yeah. I've seen Adam on the pod <laughs> in like, a while. He's, he's sitting up straight. He's a foot taller He's leaned in. He's grabbed his mic. He's holding it Adam, go ahead. All right. So, so basically, espresso is like, that's what a latte and a cappuccino and Americano, all that stuff is. It's got espresso in it. So it's like, it's not, so coffee is just like regular beans and they strain it. But espresso is like super finely ground, really rich coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's brewed like super hot. And so it's really, really strong. It's not so much strong tasting. Well, it is strong tasting, but it's also, it, it's got a lot more caffeine. Yeah. So basically like what a latte is, is a two or three shots of espresso and like milk and foam or whatever, and a cappuccino is kind of the same thing. Huh. An americano, yeah. Which if you you would unless you really like black coffee, which I'll drink americano, but americana is uh, two or three shots of espresso and hot water. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That it's, sounds awful. It's high energy coffee. Is what uh, it is. Okay, okay. You didn't so, know we had a staff barista. Did you? So, <laughs> so like, let me tell you how I got hooked on it though. Like, you know, Timmy, I don't know. I think she one day she just brought me home, and I was like, I brought me home a cup of coffee, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. So. I, t- I asked her what she did. She said, oh, you know, I, I just tell them to double the vanilla, like in the iced vanilla coffee. So I was like, okay, let me try this. Which is like 90 grams of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, you know, I've never I've never ordered coffee before, so I'm going through the drive through line at Chick-fil-A because that's the only way you can get food or anything from Chick-fil-A now is drive through. I'm like, hey, can I get an iced vanilla coffee and double the vanilla? And they're like, do what? I said, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, double the vanilla. They said, do you realize that's eight pumps? And I said, I said <laughs> yep. yes, I do. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I, she's like, okay, double the vanilla. And I get around to the next person, and they keep on looking at the receipt. And apparently my receipt has been flagged. And, and, and she's like, hold on, let me let me look at this. So they, like, flagged the receipt. Have because corporate? Yeah. Well, it's like to make sure. It was like some kind of red flag that they put on the receipt to make sure, I guess, that I got the appropriate amount of vanilla in there. But the lady was like, hold on, what? something's not right here. And I'm like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's probably yeah. nothing. You know, just <laughs> give me my coffee. Here's my money. Just give me my coffee. They have so. to run it by the Lord before you can get that. <laughs> yeah, money. yeah. So <laughs> I think they were just being very thorough and wanted to make sure I got the right coffee. So if you happen to know what type of coffee Chick-fil-A serves, I would like to know so that way I could replicate it. Well, it sounds like you got served a bunch of vanilla sugar water. <laughs> yeah. So, so it turns out any you don't coffee like coffee mixed with that is going to taste good. Yeah. You don't like coffee, you like vanilla. Next they time, also do a frosted coffee there at Chick-fil-A, which is amazing too. Not an that's a frappuccino basically uh, i would think it, it's it's literally like <clears throat> i mean ice cream i mean it's great yeah that's a frappuccino mm-hmm. in my 38 years soon to be 39 i've tried coffee one time that that's probably, amazing that though. was probably like 25 years ago i mean this is like the coffee generation yeah too. and it was awful and i'll never have drank it again 
And Kyle working in the oil industry with all the old right. yes. dudes. Dude, you should bring in a thermos every day. Yeah. Listen, they drink. Our break room has got three coffee pots going at all times. Wow. And it's just in there in the morning. You can hear it sh- 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 you know, pulling yeah. it. And it's old school, too. It's got the, the big, bun. Yeah, the bun. And they're pouring it. And when they pour, like, they don't get to small coffee cups. They're, it's, they're pissed off if the big styrofoam cups aren't in there. And they're just hammering it in the morning. So... Yeah, I just can't. I never have acquired it. I'm not much of a hot drink guy. I'll drink a hot chocolate like or something if it's really cold and it's around the holidays and it feels festive. But I have I've, I've tried it and I just don't like it. I wouldn't even know how to make my own coffee. I would have to YouTube how to make coffee. That's how dumb I am. Well, that. now it's just you put one of those little plastic cups in there and just hit the thing and hit yeah, bruise. It's so foreign to me. Well, I would if you wanted to have coffee at home, what I would suggest is that you get, first of all, a light roast. Like there's light, medium, dark, and like mm-hmm. extra dark roast. The darker the roast, the stronger it is going to be. Get like a light roast coffee uh, bag or whatever yeah. it is. And then get like a creamer that you think you're really going to like, like a vanilla or oh, I mean, there's okay. a million different flavors of creamer and then just load it up with creamer mm. until you like eight, it. eight pumps. Or yeah. more. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I think one pumps like maybe 30 or 40 calories. Yeah, like, Sir, uh, Adam, you realize you're uh, getting eight pumps. When you get flagged, yes, that's, yes, that's like do. asking for eight yeah. sliced yeah. cheeses. Call cheese me out. You really should try to sandwich. embarrass the customers. Are you going yeah. to feel a little nervous I next should. time you go through the drive yeah. Did you have like a moment of panic being your first order and they're all like, are you sure yeah. you want eight pumps? Yeah, I'm like, uh, this, this is like my, what, wrong. This is like my 12. first time. <laughs> Tell me what twelve. Be man. easy. Don't, Triple vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Let's look. Yeah. And I need a couple packs of sugar too, if you don't mind. <laughs> I don't see. I'm the same way in Starbucks, which I don't go to. And one of the main reasons I don't go is because you have to say like grande. Oh, that just pisses me. I just want to say small, medium, and large. Yeah, you can. And still they make say me say that. a word that's not in my normal vocabulary, yeah. and I don't like it. I hate that. Really, you can still say it. I'll go through. I there didn't realize they were. I'll like go that. through there with Jessica. What are the sizes, sometime? Adam? Uh, <laughs> there's tall, which is the small, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Right. Makes no that's sense. That's bass. Only the tall, which it is rhymes small. The tall yeah, is a small. That's all they did. So the the grande is the medium. Okay, that's which really is even dumb. dumber. <clears throat> which is a 16 ounce, and a venti is the 20 ounce, which is the large. And what is it? What does venti, what does venti translate? Venti to? sounds like the most dainty one. Yeah, this uh, backwards. It is very backwards. Yeah, I, mean, I would I, go venti tall venti. grande if it was if I was in charge. That seems small yeah. to large to me. I mean, hell is the grande, not the biggest one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, grande is big, right? Yeah. That's in Spanish. Spanish for large. Yeah. 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 Large. Yeah. See, si, senor. This is, this is not well, a podcast about Starbucks anyways, or, or coffee for that matter. We, yeah. can, uh, we can move past the coffee talk. Kyle, you had a full disclosure. Yeah. So I don't know if we've ever discussed it on here, but we have amongst ourselves several times about the Enneagram. The yeah. If you don't know what's going on there, Google Enneagram. You'll figure it out. It's basically this personality test you take, and it's. Numbers one through nine, I think, mm-hmm. and it tells you kind of what your personality traits are. And I'm not a much of a guy on that kind of stuff, but this actually, this thing's pretty good at kind of determining your your personality type. Anyways, for those in the know, I'm an eight, strong eight, strong, extremely strong eight, according to my wife. Like I don't barely have any wings, which that's another term in the Enneagram scale. But <laughs> no wings. Anyways, if you're in the know, you know what that means. And eights can do great things. And eights can be completely destructive, you know. And then they tell you historical figures that are eights, and you get the the good eights, the Martin Luther Kings of the world, and the people have done a lot of great things. And you also get the Adolf Hitlers of the world, people that have been the worst people in the world. Well, I've been both, I guess, at times in my life. And it was about a month ago that the Adolf Hitler eight came out in me. So I had something that, oh, actually, it was my old RV cover that finally bit the dust and ripped, and. 
for all those people that are RV people, an RV cover is a big thing. And it's just not stuff it in your trash can and it can be taken care of. It's just too big. So I have it in the back of my truck. I'm like, gosh, man, I had a couple other things at the house. I'm like, I'm just going to take this to the dump. So at our county dump, you have to get on the scales to weigh you. You go dump, then you weigh out, and it tells you. I know it's going to be $5, but that's their procedure. It's fine. Well, at our particular dump, they've built a new weight scale system. If you can imagine, you on the old scales, you had to kind of pull in and weight on this little side part they had poured. Then you pull it onto the scale. You said hello to them, and then you went around. You got your weight. Well, the problem was is you had to use the same scales coming out, so it was just a traffic jam. They'd have to have somebody out there waving. Well, the weird part about that is there's a huge gate and an enormous opening where the new scale's at. It makes no sense the way they've got it set up. Well, I was running kind of late one morning, so I blew past the main entrance. I was like, crap. But I knew there was another turn-in down there. It's not very many people here. It's not crowded. There's nobody in front of me, nobody behind me. Well, I saw I pull in what is quote-unquote the exit. And I was like, well, I'll just pull in here. There's nobody coming. I'm not cutting anybody off. So I'll pull up on the scale. The woman comes out. So of you're the, officially breaking the rules a little I'm bit. I'm breaking yeah, the I rules. I heard that too. Yeah, 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 no doubt. I'm breaking the rules. <laughs> but it's kind of like there's nobody mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. The woman comes out and points her finger at me and goes, you came in the exit. I roll my dad window down. I say, sorry about that. My apologies. I won't do that again. So I pull up a little bit twice. She goes, no, 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 no. You back off the scale. You leave and come back in the other way. Oh, it's a precedent at this point. Mm. I said, the line's <laughs> been drawn. Yeah. I said, excuse me? What is and this problem? is over the intercom. She's now back in the White House. She's telling me this over the intercom that I pulled up. I said, I beg your pardon? She said, yeah, you need to back up and go around and come back into the scale. I said, why do I need to do that? Because you came in the exit. I said, ma'am, I'm sorry about that. I won't do it next yeah. time. But I said, there's no reason for me to go all the way back out. Still, there's nobody coming in behind me. I'm not cutting anybody off. There's nothing, no harm's been done. She said, no, you're going back around. I said, no, I'm not going back around. I said, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go in here and dump my stuff, come back. Next time, I'll know. And she just, just continues, no, no, no. So, you know, then I only have one recourse. I put my car in drive, drive off the scales, go dump my stuff. Oh. Come back around. That's, that's such an eight right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I come I back around it. to weigh out, and there's two or three people weighing out. I'm in line that were already in the dump dumping. So she has one of her henchmen come to my window. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy. kind of like this lady. This guy is a career work at a dump guy. If you just, I'll let you take it from his there. His name is definitely on his yeah. jacket. He said, what's your problem? I said, excuse me? He said, she said you cut off a bunch of people coming here next. I mean, this is just this type of guy. Yeah. I said, sir, first of all, I didn't cut anybody off. And I said, she went ballistic on me and was asking me to drive all the way back out of this thing, which would have took more time than it would for me just to say, sorry about that, let me go dump. And he continued on. He said, well, you must you must have not graduated kindergarten because you can't read a sign. I said, I tell you what, first of all, it's not kindergarten, it's kindergarten. And I said, you tell me. I said, you're standing. He said, I don't want to argue with me. I said, no, you're arguing yeah, with right. me because you opened your mouth. Pass that. I said, you tell me how it makes sense for me to back off the scale. And if somebody was coming, I would have been in their way. So that wouldn't have made much sense, would it? Even for a kindergartner. <laughs> and I said, what sense would it make for me to back all the way up and exit and come back in? Well, I get it. We just get a lot of people that do that. I said, I get it, sir. I know now how this thing flows, blah, blah, blah. So he went on about his way. So I pull up to do my weight. 
and this woman is red as a beet. I ain't weighing you. I said, well, I'm already on here, so you're weighing me. You ain't. You dumped illegally. I said, I didn't dump illegally. I dumped, and then you can tell my. She said, I didn't even weigh you because you needed to come back out. I said, well, that's your fault. I said, as a matter of fact, I know what the minimum is. It's $5. I happen to have $5 in my pocket, so I slid it on the counter. I'm not accepting that. You could be lying to me about what you dumped. Just, I said, did you just call me a liar? Well, and she just shrugged her shoulders and said, where's your supervisor? She's in that, that room over there. I said, well, here's the $5. You do whatever you want to do. It's stick in your pocket or do whatever. So, man, I stormed off the – went in there to the, to the supervisor's <laughs> office. She's on the phone with a supervisor. Seeking even, justice. Yeah, so as soon it. as I even get in there, she's <laughs> on the phone. I said, I'll save you the details, but I don't, you know, I don't know what her problem is. But here's, I said, I would love for you to watch a video of this right now if you've got, she, and she told me, she said, we got you on video, the woman. And I said, that's great. That'll clear up this whole thing. Yeah. So it ends up, I discussed that woman, but she's not the director. She says, there's the director's number. I said, well, here's my number and phone the number. I would like the, the director of over all this whole thing to call me. So it turns out, director called. I, I don't hear anything for about four or five hours. So I call the director, leave her a message. Well, she calls me back. I explain the situation. I actually get an apology from her. Hmm. Tells me that'll never happen again. And she said, I will have a discussion with that person, which I know never happened. But justice was served. I got an apology. You need so, to try it again one more time yeah. to see if it'll never happen again. Yeah, I should. And this time put like a uh, some glasses and yeah, a beard like one of those fake deals yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah, and I, it was. Uh, I, I explained it Trench much coat. more civilly because it's been a month ago. If it would been the day after, it got that's the best heated one I've been in a while. Because wow. there were no. I'm proud of both of us. Neither one of us cussed at each other. She called me a liar, which I didn't appreciate. And I, that's what really. The director was like, I apologize for somebody calling you a liar. I was like, well, you know. Well, I think this leads into another discussion. Like, I would never do that. I'm not confrontational like that. Like, I I would have probably, honestly, cowered down and turned my butt around and going all the way around. I would have been angry and and stewing, but I wouldn't have. I would have said, all right, I apologize, and I would have moved on. How would y'all react to that? I can see me going both ways. It depends on mm-hmm. the day and what they said and what kind of. There was zero percent that chance I was back. <laughs> it, was, it was like you know when I climbed the fence on my neighbor a few months yeah. ago. Right. And I told that story. Very that's much in line with that. That's not something I would normally do, but the stars aligned. Yeah. And in it that was, particular and day, it was dealing with your kids, which is probably more justifiable right. Right. than me just so, blowing up. Then you're I, trash. I would say I would say <laughs> eight out of ten times I would have backed out and been irritable about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But two, I probably would have done what Kyle did. It felt good because, like I said, I got apologies from not only. <laughs> I don't know if I would have made it through all director. the steps that Kyle did. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I would have gone into the uh, director's lit. office. So but. I, I would have done the same thing you would have done, Adam. Yeah. And that's just because, like, I'm a rule follower. So, question: What did she apologize for? Like, what did she apologize to you for? Was it the fact that they called you a liar, or what was the apology? Yeah, I think just the whole situation. She's like, what she should have done in that. The director said, what she should have done in that situation was informed you. I said. And the, the the hilarious part of it was the woman, she had a discussion with her employee, and she's like, well, she said you were a repeat offender. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, I haven't been to the dump in probably repeat two dumper. years. I, we, re, we remodeled our house was probably the last time I've been to the dump. I said, how many people do y'all have come through the dump every day? She's like, oh, thousands. I mean, it's it's a oh. hub of people because they have commercial companies coming in dumping. I was like, so you really believe – if I was a habitual offender, she would remember me. She's like, no. I was like, I can tell you, I hadn't been there in like two years. I said, 
And she said, I said, the way you should have handled that was just say, hey, next time you come, please make sure you come over the old ramps and come in that way. And she said, I 100% agree, and that's what I told her. She said, we have a lot of people that do habitually just do that. I said, I get it, but you're in customer service business. You can't you can't just come out mm-hmm. firing both barrels on people and tell them they've got to back down a ramp at a dump and come and drive around when it makes zero sense. So, yeah, no, she I, was I, making I, a, she was trying to make a stand and yeah. I wasn't. No, I disagree. I disagree uh, because they have to draw the line somewhere because if they let you do it, then they're <clears> going to let somebody else do it. And sure enough, at some point that's going to cause somebody to get jumped in the line. Well, I think you, see, I think you make that stand when somebody jumps somebody in line, but when there's, well, they don't where, know when that's going to be. Yeah. But what does teaching me a lesson do? Well, plus they've got to draw the line somewhere. Plus he's you know an habitual saying? offender. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Habitual. So, but like Allegedly. I said, I, I'm a rule follower. So things like this got my skin so I, yeah man you should have you should have no, backed out and no gone our way nope. yeah no totally agree nope <laughs> careful lance yeah i'll call your boss <laughs> yeah yeah because here's the truth if she would have had a better attitude and said do you mind backing up and going uh-huh. around but when she yeah. comes out both barrels firing yeah. all bets are off when you come yeah. out with a terrible attitude about the whole thing and tell me i'm gonna do something instead of being nice and cordial right. about it you you lost your yeah. She escalated the situation. Yeah, extremely definitely. bad. She was yeah. obviously an eight too. Yeah. Karen had to be an eight, and Karen lost. Yeah. So what? I got an so do eights? Are they rule followers? They just kind of do whatever they want to do. Uh no, it's a justice thing. It's a justice. Yeah, <laughs> we're very much about justice. Justice has to be served, and it was. But here's the thing: if I was in the wrong, I don't think I would ever got an apology from her supervisor. I don't know about that, though. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. It is a customer service industry. And now, more than ever, it's all about... Now, of course, this is not a brand new coffee shop that just opened up in town. I mean, this is a freaking dump that's managed by the city. I mean, if they get a one star, what what is that going to really do? But I mean, this is the age where you, you piss somebody off yeah. as a customer service agent. It's going to be all over every you know, yeah. Google, Yelp and, yeah. and Facebook and everything else. And so I think a lot of supervisors or managers that have any kind of sense at all, they're really trying to keep stuff from, yeah. like that from happening. So as a consumer, you have an upper hand automatically. Sure. As you, know? you should. Yeah. In most situations, unless you're just dealing with somebody crazy. But here's where I think where, where I disagree with you, Lance, drawing the line on me does no good. Cause I come out there once every two or three years, when you do have those habitual offenders and your mind goes, Okay, this guy's done this like eight times. Yeah. You draw a line with those people. But otherwise, in a customer service business, and there's literally nobody else in line, nobody even around. There, nobody came in behind me for like probably 20, 25 minutes mm-hmm. during this whole ordeal. You just say, hey, next time, would you mind just looping back around? Yeah, it, yeah. it was a Yeah, she could have handled it much yeah, better. That, she, she set me off by coming out, pointing her finger at me, getting in my window. <laughs> that would have like, set me off, too. Plus sending your henchman out to come to my window <laughs> yeah. that says kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten. So... That it was a uh, it was two escalated people. We didn't we it didn't ever got like crazy out of hand or anything. But it was isn't that the guy in in uh, Home Alone? How he says it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might have been. This guy kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Black so he probably cap. just watched yeah. it the night before. Probably that's why he could, said that. Completely that. different situation, but similar though. I was walking into Sam's Club the other day. You guys obviously know I love Sam's Club. I feel like mm-hmm. I talk about it all the time. And I got upset because you know there's obviously like the main entrance mm-hmm. and there's the entrance where. They have all the carts lined up. You know, you know what I'm talking about. There's mm-hmm. like the side where they have to load all those carts in. Okay, so like all the carts were either, you know, being used or out in the parking lot. So like there's this huge opening. You know, and I'm walking in from the side, 
and I'm with Jackson. I'm like, oh, Jackson, you know, walk through the tunnel or whatever. I'm trying to make it fun for him or whatever. Yeah. I got told by one of the car guys, sir, please walk around and use the entrance. I oh, did yeah. just because, like I said, I'm real far. But, man, that pissed See, me off. See, that's where I went. I went total stand. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so the mad. eighth thing we have to stand up. We don't get told. And I'm like, is this a COVID thing? Is this why you're yeah, doing this, yeah. man? And it pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, next time make a stand, you'll feel good. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I might have to. Yeah. Just don't stand too fast because you'll hit your head on the uh, top. Yeah. Yeah. Switching gears a little bit. This Switch is, away. Yeah, this is a, a complaint. First of all, let me. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, real switch the, of gears. Yeah. We're in the no, complaint this section is, now. No, this totally is, different. Yeah, totally this, is different. A, this is totally different than when I say this. <laughs> let me start off by saying, my wife and I will be married 10 years in April, and I love my wife. But there has been something that's happened over the past year, twice, that has sent me into frustration more than I've ever been frustrated in my relationship. This story with my is getting wife. more and more different from the last one by the second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because it deals with my wife. I got a little yeah. bit of yeah. kid gloves here. So, I bought a new truck about, well, it's a year and a half ago now. Of course, you know how new vehicles, it's all, there's no keys anymore. You get the key fob, push button start. There's no reason to really lose your keys anymore because they're in your pocket or in your purse or in, in something that you always have on you. Well, about two or three months into, my new truck, we go on a trip, and I always make it a point. This is the male planning part of me. Hey, take your key, too, in case something crazy happens. I lose mine, falls out of my pocket, we're not stranded somewhere. I've always done that, take take an extra key if I got one on a trip. If I could interject, I like the fact that you said there's no reason to lose your key. Right. But you're preparing to lose yeah. your key. Well, crazy things happen. Crazy I mean, things. it could thing. You don't want to be 500 miles right. away from home and it happens. You fall out of your pocket mm-hmm. when you're doing riding a roller coaster or something. Of course. But anyways, so about four or five months into the new truck, we go on a trip to the mountains. Get back, key. Where's your key, babe? Oh, it's in the bag. It's in my purse. Key's not in the purse. Key's nowhere to be found. We assume it's somewhere in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> we give it a month. It'll turn up. Never shows. Get online. Find where I can find. Buy the key. Also, YouTube, how to program it, which I might add is a major pain in the butt to reprogram one of those remotes. About a month after I buy this key and program it, no, no. their kids have this snack bag that we usually travel with that the snacks go in. So we were going somewhere else. It was probably th- five months after this trip we went on. She was emptying out the snack bag. Guess what? Mm. Keys in the snack bag. I thought wait, you were wait. getting ready to tell me she lost the, the yeah, second set. The original, no, 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 no. The original oh, yeah. key. So no, no. It goes deeper. So this key turns back up. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Well, now I've already programmed the other key, so we've just got, got an that extra key. key. We've yeah. got that extra key as a spare. <laughs> it's unprogrammed because I'm not going through all that again. But anyways, it turned back up. How I got There's still no explanation how I got in the snack bag or any of this. I fast forward to about two weeks ago. So same thing. She has these two nice programmable remotes. So we ironically are going to the mountains again. Have a great trip. I do all the driving. And we get home. I was like, you got your key on you. I don't have mine. I was going to open the trunk and everything. She's like, yeah, it's in my purse. No key in the purse. I was like, okay. She's like, well, I think I might have put it in the luggage when we left. This is deja vu all over It's the same scenario (laughs) going to the same place. So instead of me like rummaging through everything, one at a time, I start taking stuff back to the car. You stick it in the car. Car starts. The key's in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. I start that with the luggage. Doesn't work. Start it with the kids' bag. I wish I could have got a video of you holding bags. Inside oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was sitting just them in the passenger in seat, there. so yeah, I'm right. just sitting in the passenger seat, go over there, it doesn't start. And, you blink, and no, he's getting more angry no, about oh, yeah. I can feel it coming up my neck. My blood pressure's rising. 
He's so throwing I, bags out I've of the car. I've literally taken everything, including the dirty clothes bag. Maybe it's in a pocket of one of the dirty clothes. Nothing. Nothing. So I'm just like, well, he's snack bag. Oh, snack bag. Everything. <laughs> everything we took, I checked. So keys missing. So the next week and a half, she's using my key. About a month later, I have my laptop sitting in my passenger seat of my truck. And somebody pulls out in front of me. That's a whole other situation. I mean, this was a good pull out in front of me. Like, oh, man, I almost had a wreck. And I had to eat the brakes. Well, my computer bag's leaned up and falls over. And I have a little side pocket that you can just stick your work folder in. Guess what shoots out and hits the dash? <laughs> Freaking driver number one key. Um, I was just like, you have got to be kidding why, me. You're thinking, why would she put this in Immediately. My, in why my was bag? it in my freaking computer bag? Yeah. So I call her. I said, guess what? Got good news. Driver one has been found. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's good. I said, how in the hell did it get in my computer bag? She's like, well, the only thing I can figure is your computer bag was laying on the cabinets when we were leaving and she said i put a new key ring on my putting that on there and set was set my stuff on that bag and i guess we were taking stuff out never thought nothing about it you must have picked your bag up and it's i said you have got i mean you've got to be yeah. kidding me right i was like how i mean just stick your daggum key either in your purse or in your pocket that's the only two places we're allowed so she doesn't know this yet she's getting a set of those tile key things you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah. he's a tracker for that she's getting one for her car key and the car key that goes Money to my well truck spent. so yeah shout out to my wife who lost both keys in conspicuous places on both our new vehicles that's amazing. going to the same place that's amazing so, yeah i love you i feel like this has been a good episode for you kyle yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. Got a lot off your chest yeah <laughs> i think i might have added a couple years back to my life <laughs> just to play devil's advocate for a second there's no way you put the key in the computer no, 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 right. no, because because was, i've been guilty of this like yeah. i'm like I, I could i'm like where where did you put this where did you put this and i'm like oh Crap. Yeah, I, I put it here. Like yeah. I, I've done it before. No, 0% chance. Yeah, because like I said, it even had the new fancy key ring keychain on it. She was putting on there literally before we left. So it sounds to me you need to rethink your prepper plan because this has worked against you not once but twice. Oh, I thought she's going to tell you to rethink my marriage. Which well, at it. that moment, that key flew out of that bag. There was a moment <laughs> of like, <sighs> I don't know. It's probably a year or two ago we uh, lost the remote. You ever lost the room? That is a disaster. Yeah. And you're yeah. you know, under every cushion, yeah. under the couch. You're you're just walking around. Where could you have, where could it be? And this was after the kids had gone to bed, so we knew that Catherine and I, one of us, had done something with it. So after a long search, we found it in the refrigerator. Mm. <laughs> yes, perfect. And Why not? And unfortunately, it hit me. Oh yeah, I went and got some milk and <laughs> set it in the fridge. <laughs> Catherine hadn't even been in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, crap. And that's one thing. If I'm doing multiple things, I was on the phone yes, at the yeah. same time. I just replaced the milk with yep, the remote yep. control and walked away. I've done the same thing. So you ended thing. up with a hidden remote and sour milk. Yeah, you know. right. <laughs> I've put a box of cereal in the fridge before. Not, not, not totally thinking. It was only when I was putting the milk up, like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. This is not right. Oh, man. That is like babies stuff y'all think back well you don't have to think back too far and you're about to relive it again but i mean those <laughs> yeah those sleepless nights man you start doing some crazy stuff Poor oh Lance yeah about to experience that for the third time yeah well it seems like a good uh transition into dad dumps i mean it's been a while so first let me start us off by asking a general question do you guys um when you make a purchase do you think about it for a long time or mm. are you just kind of like an impulse purchaser i'm impulsive i, I think 
Depends, uh, depends on the price. I'm somewhere in the middle. What I like when I get my mind mm. on something like when we were vehicle shopping, yeah. I hyper focus on like research, but I like to make a fairly quick decision. Well, I take forever to make a decision. I I was actually went back to check my text messages because back in back in June I texted Ryan because is I was this about the solo stove. This is about the solo <laughs> stove. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, I've been doing. I think I've been doing research on fire pits since like the summer, and now it's December. And uh, I asked him way back in June. I was like, "Hey, man, you know, what do you think about your solo stove? You like it?" And he gave me all you know good things about it. And I've literally been researching them like every day. It always pops in my Instagram feed. And it's I, always on sale. Yeah, it's yeah. always <laughs> on sale. Forever on sale. Well, it's right. been on back order for yeah. like the longest yeah. time now. But um, long story short, about that, I still have not made the purchase. So that kind of you know shows you where I'm at. Well, the good my, news is it's winter time. Yeah, so yeah. Get it's it. winter time. Yeah, you'll get it about February. But back, or, yeah, but back when I was debating on the fire pit sit thing, Timmy was like, she's like, I don't know why you want to build a fire pit. She's like, you might as well just. She's like, you haven't even built a sand pit for the kids. Oh. I was like. Okay, well, shot fired over the bow. I guess I got it's a, a low blow. So I was like, okay, well, it's in the two for se- one. It's you could burn your wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and this is like the end of September. So of course, yeah, who doesn't put a sand pit in when it's about to be fall? Well, you mm-hmm. don't put a sand pit in. That's that's rule number one because yeah. it's too dirty. That's that's for the beach only. That's yeah. my. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. See, my kids love to if play. If there's any it. cats in the neighborhood. You're going to have cat poop in your sandbox. That's a tough scene. Yep. Well, it's got a little cover on it, like a tarp kind of thing that, that stays tight around the edges. So right now the sand is still pristine. Like it looks actually pretty good. So I, I did install the sand pit and it took like 15 or 16 bags of like 50 pound bags of sand, Man. which is a lot. I, I don't, can't really do the math on that in my head, but you know. A lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Warm me out putting it in. And um, what's funny is I actually got the thing fully like installed and ready on Timmy's birthday. Because when you're old, when you're older, I mean, you, of course, don't really get anything for yourselves for your birthday. You just get something for your kids so they can play with it, and you can just do your own thing while they're off playing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So that was her birthday present. It was like, you know, the kids getting out of her hair for a little bit. So Jackson was just playing the sand pit all day. He's having, he's had, he had a great day. And it so came, you're feeling good about yourself. Feeling yeah, really yeah. good about yourself. Timmy had a great birthday. It was a good day, solid day, you know. Until how about the night? Until the night? until about midnight. Well, I think I hear Jackson on the monitor. I'm like, you know, sometimes I, sometimes he wakes up in the middle of the night and maybe something silly like he needs me to get his blanket off the ground for him or turn his sound machine on, something like that. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me go check. Good on excuse him. for you to go pay one of your eight times during the yeah. night. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Walk out, you know, they're they're on the second floor. So I get to the staircase and from the staircase, my dog sleeps directly across from the staircase and he gets gas like a lot of times. <laughs> and so I get to the staircase, the bottom of it, and I'm just smelling this awful, awful like fart smell. And I'm like, Good lord, Wade. And uh don't, your don't, dog's named Wade. Yes. Wade. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like old man's name, right? I don't know why that's funny, but it <laughs> is. You me, Wade was laying in the corner like your dad lays in the corner. <laughs> how did wait, how did y'all come up with a name uh, Wade? D- Dwayne Wade. He was my, he was okay. my favorite okay. basketball yeah. player. Yeah. So that makes sense. Why yeah. not Dwayne though? Yeah, I like Wade. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I'm like, Good lord, Wade, like what did you eat? And I just kind of go about my business, proceeding to uh, to Jackson's room. Where is this going? I and I imagine. and I go up the stairs, and I'm noticing that the smell is getting worse as I'm going oh. up the stairs. And I get to the door, and it's like a backdraft of oh. just poo smell. Oh. As soon as I open the door, like the strongest poo smell I've ever smelled in my life. Like it was bad, and I. I go over to Jackson and I'm like, "What's going on, man? What's going on?" And I, it's it's still kind of dark. I can't really see it. 
and I take the covers off of them, and I mean, there's just a huge pile of like just <laughs> dump oh. on the middle of the bed, and I am petrified. Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's what I do. Move. Yeah, I sent, I sent, Burn it. I sent yeah. Timmy text messages immediately, and I started yelling the monitor. I, I, my text messages. I went back and looked at it today. They say, "Need help, need help, need help," <laughs> and I sent like three or four of them in a row, and I'm yelling on the monitor too. I'm like, "Timmy, come up here, come up here. I need help now, now, emergency, emergency." <laughs> Because I don't know what to do. I mean, it is like overwhelming, the smell. You know, it's like the removal process. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it yeah. was best. So I just gently lift him out of the bed, and I'm trying to, like, be calm about it. Right. But like, like you've been morally wounded in your shock. Like the beaches of Normandy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like I'm just, in shock. I'm shell-shocked <laughs> yeah, right now. I don't know now. what to do. <laughs> like, I'm just proud. I don't know what to do. I need, I need an adult <laughs> to come up here and help me. Yeah. But it's just, uh, and Timmy finally came to the rescue, and I thought we were going to have to get, like, scissors to cut everything off uh. of him. But... So, yeah, we had to just, you know, without a lot of detail, I yeah. mean, we eventually got the poo removed. We had to just soak a sh- I mean, we, you know, the, the underwear, throw that away. That was pretty much done. <laughs> the sheets, everything went in the washer. Mm-hmm. He had to get a bath. And, I mean, the room still smelled yeah, awful like, for, like, the next day. Yeah. Like, he had to sleep with us that night. There was It was a biohazard in there. Nobody yeah. was sleeping in that room that night, not isn't even it, Wade. Isn't it funny? Moms always seem to handle those situations yeah. oh, better than dads. They yes. can handle it. That reminds me of my first, with, with Emery, my first kind of alone situation like that. We had just really got through potty training, but as you know, as you just experienced, there's like that transition period from like into big girl panties or big uh-huh. boy underwear where there's something's going to go down. It's just they forget. They're not a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, oh man, whoops. And I remember Emery had been doing great, man. And I, Jessica might have been working. I don't remember the circumstances, but I remember it was just me and her. And we had one of those like didn't make it to the bathroom <laughs> situations. Like I go into the bathroom and it's just that. It's like carnage in her underwear. It's like, <laughs> oh no. So you get those off of her. And my only play was to like you know you ver- you barely hold the edges oh, yeah. with your fingertips yeah. because it's and you're just, trying yourself not to throw up yeah and it's all over her I'm like would you, you sit and on and the you're trying to get at it just the right way where it's not getting anywhere else on their legs right. on the way down yeah. right and yeah. you just don't know what to do so I remember getting a Kroger bag and like mm. lightly laying in the underwear in there and then per- starting the procedure of cleaning her up and if she needed to finish on the potty. So managed to get through it. Jessica gets off work, calls me, is like, "Hey, how's things going?" I said, well, "Listen, this is what happened. You know, this was it was a tragedy." But she she like filled her pants up, and but we got I got her cleaned up and got her a bath. She's fine. She's asleep. But it was bad. And you know, I'm just going through it like same thing. Like I just stormed the Normandy yeah. beaches, but I made it. <laughs> you know, I'm one of the ones that made it through. She's like, "Okay, <laughs> well, no big deal. You know, it, it was going to happen." What did you do with everything? Well, I was like, well, luckily she didn't have her jammy bottoms on yet, so it was just her underwear. She's like, okay, did you just wash them out, and let them soak? I was like, uh, no. She, well, what'd you do with them? I was like, I threw them away. Yeah. How much is a pair of underwear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like of course, a dollar. You know, if you have the, do y'all remember the transition to the training underwear mm-hmm. where they're, you remember they're thick, like they're the thicker type underwear yeah, yeah. they are padded. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Well, that's what those were, and she only has like only had like two or three of them. She's like, "Well, that was her training underwear. Like, you know, those are a little more expensive. Plus, they only come in like two packs, and she's only got like one now." I'm like, yeah. "Well, listen, we're gonna have to buy some <laughs> when you get home, if you want to go out to the garbage yeah. can and dig that thing back out, the idea." I said, "Well, what would you wash them out?" She's like, "Well, you just wash them out in the sink." I'm like, "Well, what do you do to the sink after that?" She was just Lysol. I'm like, "So." 
what about the trap and all that yeah. stuff in the bottom? You know, like poo debris is going to be in that truck because you don't know how plumbing works. And I was like, there could be poo trapped in the bottom of that. And I said, furthermore, once you transfer what is still has soil in it to the washing machine and wash it, mm-hmm. what happens to the next load of clothes that go in the washing machine? Because that's <laughs> yeah. my clothes going in there, and there's debris <laughs> right. in there. She's like, oh, you just run a cycle or bleach it. It's fine. I'm like. No, it's. Uh, I listen. I will go to Walmart tonight and get another pair of training underwear, not yeah. to have to deal with those underwear. Yeah, I so agree. Completely. The washout procedure ain't happening. So my dad dump is, is a read that we've noticed is not drinking a lot of water, hmm. either at school or even during soccer practice. And so it came soccer practice time. Got his water bottle from the garage, opened it up, and sure enough, once again, he's he drank like four ounces during a two-hour <laughs> soccer practice. <laughs> And he's, so he's quite the growing boy, too. He's getting big. Right. Yeah. So I bring him in there, and I was like, great. Look at this. You're not drinking anything. Well, he immediately says, oh, it's because the ice melted and the water level rose back up. And I was like. Genius. I was like, that doesn't make. I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I can tell he truly, he's not just making up an excuse to for not drinking water. He truly believes that if you have a cup full of water mm-hmm. with ice in it that as the ice melts the water level shoots all the way up yeah. like it would spill over the top of the glass right that's what he believes right so the liquid takes up more room than the solid exactly that's what he's saying yeah exactly yeah and so i'm trying to go through the physics lesson with him but he yeah exactly he's, he's not he's not wanting to listen and, and so he granted a little in, a little insight here he's also an eight Yes. Confirmed. He's a baby cow. Yes. Baby so, cow. I'm oh like, yeah, I can see where I can argue this point. <laughs> so he's so confident that he said, and he, and this is, goes on for five minutes. And finally, I'm just like, Reed, you're wrong. So I decide to get out a uh, cup, and I was like, I'm going to put a piece of tape on it. So he's science experiment. Here's, we're going to do a science yeah. experiment. When we come home from practice, it's going to be right there. And he looks me right in the eyes, and he goes, I'll bet you $50. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All Game right. And I so, had the moment as a dad. Yeah, here we are. We're at a crossroads. And I said, you're on. <laughs> so we come <laughs> home, and he immediately sees it. and uh, Devastated. Yeah. Well, no, then he's trying to make another bet. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to uh, get yeah. into a, another old story, but essentially yep. he wants to win some money back. Double yeah. or nothing. He bets me another. He's trying to hustle you. He yeah. bets me another $25. Which he doesn't have, I'm guessing. <laughs> He does in his piggy bank. So uh, yeah. he bets me another $25 on something that I told him again, you're not right. So I win. Now I'm up 75 <laughs> The house is I'm up 75 on my yeah. 10-year-old. He's in Vegas. He's had too many drinks. He's these, on the These are strong table. bets, too. This is yeah. not like yeah. 50 cents or a dollar. Yeah. 50 bucks. Exactly. But I felt like I needed to, I don't know, he goaded me right into doing yeah. it. So now is the point, do you follow through with your bet? Mm-hmm. Well, he's a mark. I mean, you you saw it. Yeah, yeah you got it. You got the it. color of money. That's what you got to go through with it. I followed through. I had a yeah. boy. Yeah. I made him go up to his piggy bank, the one that has the hole only at the bottom, <laughs> and he had to just hand Shovel out those little uh, the dollar bills. Uh, I thought you. I thought he paid you in pennies. And I took seventy five dollars. Yeah. Wow. You got it hundred percent on board. So no, are, are you going to like allow him to earn it back in some way? Not like in chores any, or something. No, Not already spent it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we did go out like 
to a family dinner and had like dessert or something that we maybe not dinner's on right. Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remind him dinner's on you. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a hundred percent on board oh, with man. this. Man, that's how, a, that's how a did tough you handle scene. that? Because there's yeah. a there's a couple of things I, I would have cried. This this is this I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. A couple of things I think you learned from this. One is is if you're gonna lay it on the line, you got to make sure you're right. You can't just right. be in your mind like I'm right. So this teaches him a lesson. He has to he has to think. There's a thinking process of thinking. I have to now. You have to prove that I'm right. So I think that's one valuable lesson you learned. And two, if you lose, yeah, you pay you, up. What's the worst person you ever dealt with in school or anything? The worst guy that got a reputation immediately if you welched on a bet and didn't do what you that you're marked for life yeah, if you're right. a bet welcher. So, hundred valuable lesson. Well, it, your word is your bond too. Yep. You know yeah, I mean, you got to you got to. And you just don't word. throw out fifty. Right. That's a crazy amount. I wouldn't throw it. I mean, if you're not, of course, he was his level of certainty matched a fifty dollar bet. But if if you're if somebody is really arguing another side, maybe maybe a five dollar bet would have been a little bit more appropriate. Right. So how did he handle it? Yeah, he paid up. He he didn't argue. Man, wow, valuable life lesson. You were right, hundred percent right. I can't wait to the next time he bets you something. I want to hear the amount. Is it like twelve cents or? Uh, yeah, it <laughs> will be fifty bucks. I'm sure, it took him a long time to save up. It also yeah. kind of, it also kind of gives you a value of money too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I had to. Uh, speaking of fifty dollars, I got a letter in the mail two days ago mm. from a uh, traffic camera, mm. and oh, I'll tell you so. what, you cannot argue those no. i mean there's like three pictures there's <laughs> yep, a picture <laughs> there's a picture a clear picture of me at the intersection with and you can tell it's my truck too and, and it's adam going like this to the camera <laughs> actually julia's butt was hanging out the window oh, yeah yeah uh <laughs> full moon yeah in galton and i know there's one there you can see my you can see my truck at the line with the light red you can see me in the middle of the intersection with the light red and on down the intersection with the light red. And then you can play a video of me going zoom, right through the red line. <laughs> right through the red line. They <laughs> literally awesome, covered dude. themselves. Yeah. yeah. I immediately wrote a check and said, here, yeah, take, take our money. Yeah. 50 bucks, man. Do you think somebody just looks through those pictures all day? Oh, Is that their job? Is that a good job? That seems like a great job. Yeah. Like, look at this butthole. I got him right here. Look at this. Yeah, I mean that would be so justifying. Like, yep, well, and, you. The, and there's also a thing on there. It's like, okay, if you want to dispute it, you can go to court, and it's like, it's it, it's totally like, oh, you'll get so screwed, and you'll pay 183 dollars and yeah. this and that, or you can just pay 50, and you know, 99 out of probably 99. So here's my 50 bucks. I mean, yeah. who, who's going to argue that? You know, you could say, oh, my car got stolen or whatever. I remember a time. This is going way back and unrelated to red lights. <clears throat> You remember when cable boxes when you could when you could put a chip oh, in the cable box that was right in our and get everything day. direct yeah. TV These unscrambled were, cards oh yeah yeah well the cards or the or the I guess they weren't Comcast whatever they were then the boxes like you take the lid off and and you always there was always a guy somebody knows a guy oh, saying, yeah. oh yeah he's got where in the heck he gets these chips who knows it's like <laughs> oh he just puts a chip in there and suddenly you got everything 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 so. We did that. I didn't hang around people like that. Oh, man. So I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. That was very much a state university yeah. thing. Yeah, well, I still know the guy that gave me the chip. Anyway, so life was awesome for about two or three months. And then all of a sudden, Friday. I come home, I turn the TV on, it's orange. And every channel is orange. Well, what do you do? You got to take your cable box back, right? Ooh. I took the, the cable show. box back. And this was, I mean, you couldn't even think of getting away with something like that these days. But I mean, this was 30 years ago. Yeah. Seriously, like like early nineties, and uh, and then I got, and we got a letter 
that was like, I think they were, it was like $900 that they charged us. And they said, if you want to dispute it, you can go to court, but you would pay fines up to 10000 Here's your nine hundred dollars. Here's your nine hundred dollars. Oh man! So we had that same when we were in college. It was the direct TV, and you remember you had the card. Yeah, it yeah. may still be like that. I don't know if it's like that anymore or not. But there was the same thing. A guy that was I don't know if he was in computer programming or whatever, but he <laughs> he could like unscramble those cards. Well, you know, for like the first year, it was like we just got one of these cards. We watched every pay per view fight, every yeah. boxing. I mean, everything, every movie channel. Well. Direct TV, of course, that was going on everywhere. Direct TV got on that, and they would, like, every so often send out some kind of code to zap yeah. those things. Yeah. Well, that guy would just, he set up a service. Like, when everything got zapped, a couple of days later, <laughs> in your mailbox service. would be a white envelope. You open it up, you'd be your next Direct TV car. <laughs> it got to be where they zapped them so often you couldn't keep up with it. But, man, that went wow. on for, like, two years of, oh, we got our car today, and you just slide it in. <laughs> I'd like a day or so after they zapped it, he'd make his rounds and he, he was he, a pusher. Yeah, man, it was yeah. great. It was the best times ever. Good times. Well, you yeah, got away a whole lot longer than yeah, I did. It was great. I got maybe three months. Out it of was it. great. Good times. I got the old blockbuster hundred and eighty seven dollar bill one time oh, yeah. for you didn't it, rewind. I did. I did keep a DVD for like two weeks over, but something happened and they just kept running it up. So. Uh, you know, I think I think there should have been a limit on that. If it's like more than twice the amount of what it would cost to yeah. buy the movie, yeah, yeah. And they claim, well, we have to buy co- uncopyright or copyrighted version. We have to pay all this to be able to rent these. Like, I had you the got same it, thing. You got happened. it for sale right here. Here's yeah. twenty bucks. Right. Just, just yeah. here, let me replace <laughs> it for you. Yeah, exactly. listen to this crazy blockbuster story. So this was in college too. So we rented rented movies all the time when blockbuster was a thing because you, you rent a movie for four or five bucks. It was cheap entertainment for us in college. I had rented a movie watched it and took it back in the Dropbox, done it a million times well like two weeks later i get this thing from i, I might have went back in there to rent a movie and said you got like a 95 dollars charge on your account I'm like for what it's like well you never turn back in whatever the movie was i don't nine and a half weeks debbie does dallas or something i don't remember <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. um it was i don't even remember i can't remember that i was like no i turned that movie back in because i drove up here the next morning on my way to class no, we don't have we don't have the movie. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you, but I dropped it in the. So, long story short, like a week and a half of this, I end up talking to the regional manager of all these blockbusters, and I said, "Is there not a camera that's like pointing at this box?" She's like, "Yeah, we have a camera." I was like, "Well, has anybody watched this camera?" Mm-hmm. She said, "Well, I actually pulled the tape, and that tape from that night is blank." Oh, it's like, a conspiracy. I'm like, "Well, what do? You, how is the tape blank?" And she's like, "Well." It turns out we think there might be some foul play because we started researching, and all the movies that were in that box that night. Everybody that hadn't turned oh. movies back in had been hit with a charge, so we think it's an inside job. You think? Yeah, I was like, uh, you think there's a good chance somebody yeah. wiped the security tape and all, but of course I got it forgiven, but it took like a week and a half to clear that up because wow. it just so happened nobody put together there was probably 15 movies in there somebody stole and why somebody working there and wiped the tape. I was like, that's a lot of trouble to get 15 blockbuster movies. But, yeah, I, that that was my blockbuster story. That's why they're bankrupt and not in business that's anymore. Because they put crap like business. That. Yep. All right, well, does that put a wrap on episode 39? I feel caught up. Feel, yeah. I feel like I I've exercised some demons. I do, yeah. I feel we did pretty good for relaxed. shows yeah. all nothing. Yeah. yeah. And one more time, Roberts County Dump, up yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, 
Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.